step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. So who was your partner back when you caught the Brooklyn Broiler? Martin Ormenkamp. He was a great partner. Smart, loyal, homophobic, but not racist. In those days, that was pretty good. <laughs> And my pants are off. What's going on? Dude, I would totally be like a free-range flamingo master. Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages.com podcast. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. Ooh, look, I switched the head around. Eat a dick. Jason Nye. Does Nick Fury look some bitch? Trying to fuck him, Brad. And Jose Guzman. Don't tickle me. You won't like me if you tickle me. I'm going to blank you so blank down there. I'm just going to leave a mess when I'm yeah. done. <laughs> Check it out. Pee pee in my mouth. So strap in and shut up. We've got a show to do. No, there are some days when check it out. PP in my mouth is just really funny. <laughs> so, some days it just, I still can't remember what context. Some days it just it just gets you, and this is one of those days. Uh, what is today? Today is January thirteenth, two thousand fifteen, and this is episode number eighty six of the Panels on Pages dot com podcast, a flagship title of your podcast network, which you can find at PCN dot Panels on Pages dot com. I'm your host, the Right Reverend uh, Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Got to get used to it. Uh, joining us on the line tonight, we got Mr. Uh, Jose Guzman. You sure this thing's going to make it? Uh, Jason Nyes. Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also joining us, uh, the fucking birthday boy himself, my very good friend, Goat. That's, that, that's all lies. It is not my birthday. Oh, birthday boy! Woo, woo, Motherfucker woo. turned 30 today. Oh, fuck off. Oh, fucking young shit. Jesus, what? Lee just turned 24. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cocksuckers, man. Uh, yeah, 24. But once we all turn 30, then it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, yeah, I will be 30 in April, then the fucking playing field gets leveled a little bit. Oh, shit. And then we just have Kelly and uh, all those other young bucks to. Well, Kelly bathes in the blood of virgins, so he never ages. <laughs> Kelly's like 12. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I forgot I changed his diaper last week. Yeah, good thing we <laughs> snagged him when he was eight and just kind of groomed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, plenty to talk about this week. Fucking uh, solid news week. Uh, good comic books. Lots to talk about. Um, let's see. Uh, I, personally, still a bit sore uh, from last week uh, after the show Tuesday went uh, to jujitsu on Wednesday, as I am wont to do. And... We had a nice uh, training class, did some drills and shit like that, and then uh, instructor coach said, hey, you know what, uh, hang around, we're just going to spar for like an hour. And I'm like, fuck yeah, we're going to spar for like an hour. 
It was awesome. There were like 15 people there, lots of different guys. I got some sweet-ass chokes in. Only got tapped out a couple times. That's a motherfucker who, from a completely standing position, somehow ended up, well, ended up wearing like a fucking backpack, and he choked me out. It was amazing. He's one of them spry sons of bitches. Like, you never know what's going to happen. And then after class, I ended up getting an invite to fucking MC the Kumite competition <laughs> last weekend. Did the guy who you wore as a backpack, did he whisper in your ear as you were going out, call me Jansport? <laughs> <laughs> he may have. At some point, the spots sort of uh, took over, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 don't want to pass out. <laughs> don't want to pass out. Spots level the playing field just as much as turning 30, apparently. Uh, but no, uh, my coach was putting on, he was one of the co-hosts for this, the, the Kumite uh, Jiu-Jitsu tournament. Now, hold on, hold on. Are you calling it a Kumite Jiu-Jitsu tournament? Or no, no, no. It's a it sanctioned Kumite event. <laughs> like, it's a fucking legit Kumite prize fight. It was a big deal. Please tell me they play the, the song from Kickboxer. <laughs> Kickboxer. They didn't play shit. I played it. Kumite. <laughs> Kumite. <laughs> I played it. You bet your ass I played it. Good man. Yeah. It was a big prize fight. Like, all the uh, like the best purple, brown, and black belts from the fucking region came up. It was amazing. And so, you know, I was planning on going anyway. And so I told Mike, I said, hey, I'll see you um, I'll, I'll see you Saturday. I'm looking forward to it. He goes, yeah, cool. I said, everything going okay? I said, yeah, we got, you know, the chair and stuff came in. You know, we're going to set up the mats and stuff like that. It's going to be great. He said, the only thing we don't have is, and kind of cocked his head sideways and said, if I got you a ticket for free, would you do me a favor? I'm going to go, for sure. He goes, we don't have anybody to rock the mic. And I go, yeah, you do. <laughs> Say you know who I am, motherfucker. Yeah, I like, Please, and he goes, and he just laughed. He goes, "I'm sitting here thinking how we don't have anybody to do that, like nobody with a personality, and I'm and you're standing right the fuck here, <laughs> like it's obviously supposed to be you." And I go, "Yeah, it totally fucking is." Please tell me there's a pop bubble on the back of your gi. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. There will be. There will be. Uh, I'm gonna get can a new pop gi. sponsor the next Kumite. Oh they, shit! Shit can. You guys fight in a in a pop bubble ring of bubble fire. shaped mat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. I love it. It was awesome. So I got to play. Uh, I got to play hype man and announce all the fighters. And they had a uh, a hook up there on the board just so I can put, plug my phone into and play music and shit. So it was pretty rad. It was a lot. It was a damn good time. Some goddamn warriors up there, man. It was. It was inspiring what the hell it was. Like, I can't wait to do it. I think there's a uh, show coming up in late March, early April, I believe. There's a tournament coming up I can enter. Then I think I may try to give that a shot. And so yeah, it, was, it was just jujitsu. It wasn't any striking or anything? No, just jujitsu. Okay. No, just jujitsu. So tournament. who is getting the definition of kumite wrong? <laughs> this event? I it's an, well, I think it's an event that, you know, can be. For various forms okay. of martial arts, you know, because I believe. I, my learning of kumite was either from kickboxer or from Jose. So now those fucking like Muay <laughs> Thai kumites in Thailand are no joke. Like that's where they fucking dip the ropes in honey and shit. You yeah, know, yeah. yeah. For for like, those of you that are new to the podcast, we've talked about kumite before, and it's where you dip your fists, you wrap your fists in rope. Dip it in honey and then dip it in broken glass and fight in a ring of fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just how it rolls, man. They wouldn't allow that in the fucking mall in Murfreesboro for some reason. <laughs> so instead, we just had this really awesome jujitsu tournament. Couldn't, couldn't get the permit. 
for uh, the glass the or the honey. Was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we got to smog the breeze fire. Couldn't get permit. <laughs> <laughs> Wine the ring in burning wizard magazine. <laughs> yeah, got the first three rows in fumes alone. Uh, it was it was a damn good time though, man. It was awesome. Had a little bit of drama at the end. It was pretty it was pretty cool. The uh, black belt finals. Um, we had to set up where they were ten minute matches, and the first five minutes uh, there were no scoring, no points. It was all just a mission for five minutes. The last five minutes they kept score, and at the end most points won, of course. And so the black belt finals went the full 10. Nobody scored a point. And the guys were just fucking off. They were excellent. And so the judges and the ref made the call to basically go sudden death, you know. And the guy who ended another up... Another great the- Van Damme movie. Another great Van Damme movie. <laughs> the uh, lady who is the wife of the guy who would eventually become the runner-up was not thrilled with that decision. She was under the impression that her man had won based upon that advantage point Ooh. that... He was not awarded. And so when it went the extra bit and, you know, her husband lost very clean. He was totally fine. He got it. He was fine. She was less than gracious about the, the loss. Oh, is she one way. of those uh, 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 pageant wives? Or <laughs> pageant moms. But it was, it, was, it was an excellent fucking show, and I can't wait to, to get in there myself. Uh, watching her made me realize I can't take my mom. Nope, uh, she can't. She can't go. That's just not a good idea. She shouldn't. She shouldn't be there. Who's on the phone? Uh, this is uh, Nick from Milwaukee. What's happening, Nick from Milwaukee? Hey, nobody cheered. Come on now. Woo! I don't know. I want. I want a, a cheering sound effect. I want Jason on there right now. How about this? There uh. we go. You are listening to the popcorn on Cal. Um, right? You can use that as a promotional bump. That's fine. You don't need my permission. What are we talking about? We're talking about the Kumite. Like the what? The Kumite Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament. Oh, there's a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament. Cool. Yeah, it was, a, it was a damn good time. No, that's going to be awesome. Is that going to be uh, televised somewhere? It was uh, last Saturday, and it was rad. Oh, did you win? Uh, I was uh, emceeing that day, actually. Uh, oh, oh. Did Kelly win? Yes, as a matter of fact. <laughs> oh, really? Wow, that's very lithe and flexible. That was nice. Yeah, I always told him he had those that wiry frame that he could just wrap himself around enemies and just like really, just really pull them in real tight into his guard and just like, you know, just create a, a, a place of safety and warmth, you know, and that, that they wouldn't want to leave almost, you know, and then you go for like an old plot or something from there. But yeah, no, that's awesome. Good on him. Good on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was a, he was a goddamn warrior. Is what he was. Nothing yeah. like a good old Uma Plata. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing like one. Who, that all, always makes me hungry. It, it does sound delicious, does it not? Yeah, Like if somebody's like, I'm going to put you in an Uma Plata, I'm like, I'll eat my way out. That sounds <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then that, you realize they're going to break your their fucking shoulder with their leg. I'm no honor in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice shoulder. Mind if I pop it off real quick? By the way, if you've ever hurt your shoulder, you know how much it sucks. But in the meantime... Who am I all talking to tonight? That's what I need to refer. Who's on my menu? Fucking me, uh, Lee, Nyes, and Jose, and uh, Goat is in studio tonight. Who's in studio? Goat's in studio. A ghost? There's a ghost in the studio? <laughs> yes. Yes, there is. Yeah, you guys better run. What are you doing? Interviewing oh, him. My... Oh, jeez. Okay. 
I mean, if you got to go, you got to interview him. You got to see what's up. What's up with the afterlife? I guess. Only an asshole exercises a guest without talking to him first. Yeah, it's true. Introducing ghosts, you know, and like nothing happens. Everyone has a podcast these days, even ghosts. Yeah, definitely. I would sell this ghost podcast. Yeah. Just see this little bitch kid crying. Yeah. (laughs) Some kid just, you know, just freaking out, saying some weird cryptic stuff to you. You know, that's your whole podcast. You know, talking about things that the kids should remember. You're like, so I'm oh, in the I closet. I'm rattling shit around. Yeah, I and it's fine. So what's going on, Nick? What's happening? What's up? No, I, I, I have to uh, I have to soapbox a little bit here. Okay. And I know I haven't I haven't called in in a while. You know, um, and I I'm sorry. First off, everybody, Jason, I know you long for my tender crest. Um, and believe oh, so even me. Anyways, um, so a few things. First off, on my plate, um, I have to. I, I kind of want to. I, I feel bad for doing this, but I'm starting streaming video games. You ever, you ever, you ever see one of those? Fancy, wild people like turn like these rotors and stuff, and then people can see your games you're playing. And so there's this huge magical box. That's wonderful. Anyway, so start streaming. And I was wondering if I could ask you guys. If you guys, if I could say the name of my stream right here t- tonight, tonight, if I could say it, absolutely, yes. What is okay. your stream? Okay, um, so it's not even my stream, first oh. off, but okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be guest streaming every Tuesday night with uh, my good friend Mike of the Brave. Uh, we, he's a longtime video game player friend of myself, and uh, and probably one of you. We don't, we don't know. Um, when does he stream? He streams every night of the week except Thursdays, and yeah, every night of the week except Thursdays. What time he, on Tuesdays? On Tuesday nights, he streams at 8 p.m. He's streaming right now. He's probably streaming uh, Hot nope, Soul Boyfriend. Yep, hang up on him. <laughs> not interested. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, oh. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, well, geez. Uh, uh, hi, Mom. Yeah, anyways, I'm going to be streaming Tuesday nights with him all the time. Every time Tuesday night. Which nope. Coincidentally, yeah, never mind. Nope. No, can't. Sorry, can't. Oh, oh, fuck, we lost him. Shit. Damn. Son of a... Oh, damn. No, you cannot come pimp it. Come directly competing fucking broadcast. <laughs> don't, don't try and steal our nine live listeners. Fuck you. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight live listeners. Yeah. And well, we just lost one right now. And three of those are our hosts. <laughs> I'm sorry. That must be a bad connection. We lost you. Yeah, it must have been a bad connection. Anyways, I was like, I was saying, every Tuesday night. I'm- nope. <laughs> nope. I don't know what's going on. It's a damn thing. <laughs> so anyway, what the fuck's going on with you guys? I, I, I There's a story brewing. Oh, oh boy. Well, uh, first off, uh, me and Mary uh, went to Ohio this past weekend to visit her family. And boy, oh boy, it was cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold in Ohio, y'all. And everyone in Ohio hates living in Ohio. Like, oh, they fucking oh. hate it. They hate the winter. They hate living in Ohio. And I, they all wanted to come home in our luggage and they all wanted Mary to get a job for them. 
But uh, we had a good time. We got to visit with the family. Um, Any particular reason or just for the fuck of it? Oh, just because we haven't been back to Ohio since the wedding. So we haven't really? seen... Really? Wow. Okay. We haven't seen her mom or her sister or uh, our nephew uh, since then. You know, we've seen her dad and stepmom a few times. They've uh, come down to Florida. But uh, it's just been a while. So we wanted to catch up with everybody. Her grandmother hasn't been doing great uh, the past couple months. So it was definitely time. Uh, it, it was... A long time coming, but it was a good time spending good. with everybody. Uh, we sampled some uh, Cincinnati delicacies. Uh, we got sushi and Chinese buffet. Oh, sweet deal. Which is, uh, you know. Uh, did Mary get her Skyline on? Uh, yes, we did get Skyline on uh, Sunday night, and uh, she almost pooped her pants on Monday. At the airport, <laughs> but she Speaking did not. Pants, I like to poop. She did not poop her pants, unlike this guy who has <laughs> pooped his pants in the very I, recent. I past. told Nicole that story incidentally, and her face just got worse and worse and more disgusted. And what she just goes, "Why would he share that?" I go, "Why would he not share that? Like, what is wrong? What do you mean? Why would he share You're that? You're my family. <laughs> yeah, like it's you know, like I. Well, d- actually, you guys are my family." But Mary's family, which is also my family, I did not share that story with them. <laughs> that story did not come up at Chinese Buffet. Oh. Working on this is a solid two Keurigs. Uh, so, uh, fast forward, uh, Jose and I are upgrading our cameras. So, uh, we've been trying to sell off our old cameras and uh, some of our old equipment. Uh, finally got a bite. Uh Guy uh, got us down to two grand for the whole lot, which is a, a good deal uh, off of Craigslist. Yeah, it is. Jesus. And, but, you know, it's enough to actually pay off my camera, which I'm still paying for. Uh, you know, I got a payment plan on it, which I still right, owe right, on. Right. Excuse me. Uh, so it, he lived in Jacksonville, so we made arrangements today to meet him in St. Augustine which is about two hours away from us, about a half hour away from him. Not exactly halfway, you know. What a brick. But, uh, you know, it worked out. It, he saved us an hour. Well, yeah. in theory, he would have saved us an hour. Yeah. Uh, and bec- because we would be making a Craigslist transaction uh, with someone I've never met, and I only found out his name today, thanks Julio, uh, Mary was very nervous about me going to meet someone and exchange goods. She's a good wife. Yeah, she is. So she wanted to. She wanted me to bring uh, my part, my hetero life mate partner Jose with. So I conned him. To make sure only the minimal al- amount of rape. Yes, <laughs> yes. Not necessarily no rape, but less rape, as little rape hey, as I possible. Fucking <laughs> sold the phone on, Cra- on Craigslist. Uh, I was planning on going and drop it off on the way to a concert in Birmingham. But I'm like, hey, I'm not going. <laughs> that guy don't get his phone. Then let's go go to the concert. <laughs> uh, at one point, Jose was brandishing a tire iron. <laughs> yes, I I had it in the front seat. I was ready to fucking rock and roll if need be. Ah, uh, so um, convinced Jose to come with. Goddamn me. right, Jose. And we. Hey, you don't know, man. Fucking running partner right there is what that don't is. Don't know it, If shit gets nuts. We gotta defend ourselves. That's right. We're not gonna hand you a shitload of camera equipment and get robbed of right. the money you just gave us. 
which which is smart and and I appreciate you for coming with. I appreciate my wife for worrying about me and and convincing me to bring along a, a buddy, you know, sa- safety buddy. Absolutely. Traveling pairs, folks. So we uh, make the trip out. You know, we're fucking zooming along. We're in my wait, car. Wait, wait, wait. Rewind to when you came and picked. Ah, uh, yes. I... Well, okay. <laughs> let me let me jump in this part real quick. So I I had stayed at the lady's house for a couple of days, and um, she worked. You know, she's she's a morning bird. She worked early, so when she went to work. Around four thirty-five, I came home and I was going to take a, a a nap and sleep until he got here, and we headed out. So I'm sleeping, and I have the shades open, and I keep checking every now and then. I hear a car pulling up, so I look out, and I see him pull up in his car, the um, the old traveling buddy, the fucking silent K mobile, the silent yeah. K mobile we that we made. Uh, the trip to Wizard World 2009 in, uh, a couple of C2E2s, uh, uh, the first New York, York Comic Con that we went to. Uh, I, I'm not sure if we ever made a Tennessee trip in it or not, but... I don't believe you have. It's seen some so. miles. And it's been in, around that block <laughs> a few times. In, so in, I look out my window, I see it. And the first thing I think is, oh, shit. (laughs) Because it really hasn't been running the best uh, in the past couple of years or year or so. You know, I did have a job interview over the summer, and it ended up dying on me in the parking lot. Oh, jeez, I remember that now. Yeah. Uh, The AC doesn't work. Uh, There's a big fucking crack in the windshield. So it's like the Adam Sandler piece of shit car song. It's... A 2003, so it, as of this year, it's a 12-year-old car that yeah. has seen some shit in its day. Uh, you know, not only was I driving it, not only did it get driven around the country, but Jose drove it for a good long while because he didn't have uh, an available car, and he actually had a job at some point, so yeah, he needed to get yeah, so- to and from. <laughs> So we, we we it was it was our retarded love baby, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So he we we get ready to go, and he sees the car, and he says, "So, uh, you you think it'll make it?" <laughs> and and I say, "I do. I make no promises. I say I sure hope so." You're gonna give it a shot because I was not sure if it was gonna make it. You know, I I had the the battery light had come on uh, a few times recently, Ooh. but it was oh. running fine. It start started and turned off, and I hadn't I haven't had any problems with it except for the well, AC. To the car's fairness, it's got no problem turning it off. It says, I got this, guys. I can turn off. Don't worry about that. It it hadn't had any problems since the summer. So I figured four-hour round trip, let's give it a shot. All right. And uh, we get about 15 minutes. Oh, uh, we we met this guy in – we were planning to meet this guy in St. Augustine, uh, historic St. Augustine. At a Cracker Barrel because you know oh, it would I be a public, so a public place, <laughs> and I had no idea how much Jose. Place, lots of families. Yeah, I, white people. He said Cracker Barrel, and I fucking said I'm in. I had white no idea. Said, I can see. Like, 
no idea how much Jose loved Cracker Barrel. And, you know, he kind of made a joke like, ooh, we're getting some Cracker Barrel. And then we get on the road and he's like, no, seriously, we're getting some Cracker Barrel. I'm like, <laughs> you got it, man. We'll get some Cracker Barrel. And yeah, don't take bridge. me to no business meeting at Cracker Barrel and then tell me, okay, time to go. No, motherfucker, we going to Cracker Barrel. We get about, according to the GPS, we get about 15 minutes from the Crackle Barrel. <laughs> and my... Radio, my radio starts to turn off, turn oh on and God. off, and then I felt like a little stutter in the in the gas pedal, and I just kind of go, "Oh fuck!" And I start changing the radio stations, hoping and hoping and <laughs> ho- hoping that it was just the radio station that was Let going. Let me appease your gods. You do not like this song. Let me find one that you enjoy. And uh, no Motown, no Motown. And seconds later. The car said, nope, I'm not running anymore, and I just coasted to the shoulder of the road, uh, you know, probably let out a fuck or so, and, uh, you know, it was done. Did my man get his Cracker Barrel, though? Uh, no. No. Cracker Barrel never happened. So, uh, g- immediately get on the phone with AAA. They say 90 minutes. I'm like, oh, well, that's that's great. I... Text Julio <laughs> uh, and tell him the deal. And Julio, this fucking guy, uh, miss you, Julio. He says, "You know what? I'm uh, where, where are you guys at? I'll come meet you." And this guy came and met us on the fucking side of the road <laughs> on I ninety five North to make a fucking business transaction. He, we got a huge old fucking cardboard box. He's slanging envelopes. Yep. <laughs> he comes it up. felt like an old school, uh, uh, like we were selling shit off the back of a truck. Yes, yes. Shit fell yeah, off the back of the truck. I don't ever looked shadier. No, no. It, it was the shadiest thing that has ever happened. <laughs> yeah, we had our, the, the hood was open <laughs> yes. to, to sell the, the, the idea that... No, we're broke down. We're not doing illegal things. As, as Jose hides a tire iron behind his leg. Oh, I forgot to mention, I get off the phone with AAA, and here comes the Road Rangers. Road Rangers stop, pull up, get out of their truck, and they say, oh, how you doing? I said, oh, we're doing all right. I just got off the phone with AAA, and the Road Rangers go, oh, okay, so somebody's coming. See you later. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they don't offer they don't offer a jump. They don't offer to look at anything. They're like, all right, see you later. And I'm just kind of like. Fucking oh. peel out shooting dirt in her face. <laughs> <laughs> just blasting off yeah. what, six shooters. What, what in the hell is a road ranger? Yeah. Road rangers, they're they're like, I don't, I don't even know if they're government funded or what, but they're just kind of uh, trucks with. You know, jumper cables and and shit. They just for... patrol the highways and and helping out people stranded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help All people right. out, give them a jump. You know, may, no, maybe help legit. them. They're not just some dude in a beat up car <laughs> right up down the road. You know, it's their job to range the road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all so right. Julio checks out all the equipment. Says it fucking looks good. Uh, we have some cool little discussions. He says he's shooting a reality show. We both know he means porno. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he said the first, the first shoot is in Vegas. So, yeah. yeah. Porn. You know, uh, he asks some good questions the a- about the cameras. The APN Expo is like next week. Yeah. We, we give him a lot of good advice about the cameras. We tell him, hey, if he ever needs any help, give us a holler. He's got my number. 
He gives us a fucking envelope filled with twenty one hundred dollar bills. I pull out my freshly purchased uh, counterfeit pen and and double check all the hundred dollar bills. <laughs> we fucking shake hands. Oh, it was a legit illegal yeah. transaction. Julio wishes us luck, and he heads he off. He peels out, leaves dirt in her face <laughs> on his way. Are you fucking? Did he at least offer a jump or something? No, no. <laughs> well, well, I mean. Like we told the Road Rangers, we had AAA coming. Well, goddamn! I mean, okay. So, like, but who, not. We're just across the road drinking brewskis, <laughs> laughing at you guys. And stuff. <laughs> not even five minutes later, the uh, tow truck shows up. Uh, I tell him what happened. I tell him that we were driving along and the battery died. He says, "No, the battery didn't die. That sounds like your alternator." I'm like, "All right." It does sound like the alternator. You yeah. are the professional. Uh, he, uh, loads the escape up on the tow truck. Uh, we hop in the cab, which reeks of marijuana. Absolutely <laughs> reeks of marijuana. His eyes were bleary as fuck. <laughs> Later on, Jose, uh, I say to Jose, I'm like, man, his cab smelled like weed. And Jose was like, yeah, I kind of thought it might have did smell like weed. I'm like, no, it smelled like weed. It absolutely <laughs> did. He was smoking weed two minutes before he got there. And that's that's why it took fucking 90 minutes. <laughs> well, right? it, it actually didn't take 90 minutes. It it probably only took maybe a half hour, 45 minutes. That's good because 90 AAA minutes and normally like, it's like football. Yeah. Like, oh, right. yeah, that, that's what happened when my car died over the summer. You know, I, they tell me 60 minutes, two hours later, they haven't showed up. I try and start my car and it fucking miraculously starts and I peel off. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our stoner tow truck driver takes us to a good year in St. Augustine, uh, dumps off the the car. Uh, they With take a fucking smirk on his face because <laughs> he's high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably got a kickback from the Goodyear guys because they're going to try and bend us over. Uh, we leave the car with Goodyear guys. We head over to Sonic and get some lunch while we wait. Uh, we did some some brainstorming. Jose had brought his his uh, pad, so we were able to you know get some work done, get some get some ideas going across. We we had a good creative session at the patio at Sonic get a call from Goodyear, and they say, all right, well, uh, let's go down the list here. Uh, all right. List, bitch, what? Your alternator's bad, and because your alternator's bad, it uh, killed your battery. Your battery is drained dead. That's Comple- all right. Completely dead, DOA. Um, it looks like your serpentine belt is uh, wearing down, so you might want to change that. And I said, uh, oh, no, not the extra rose belt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your... Uh, tires are bald and dry rot, uh, and I forget. There was probably a couple other things. I was like, motherfucker, slow your roll. Just keep me back on the road. So, so I said, okay, well, uh, how much for the alternator and the battery? He says, well, the battery is only going to be 120 bucks, uh, $10 for parts and labor. I said, I don't really want the serpentine belt done. We've already replaced that. And he says, well, you know, we're going to... 
have to take the alternator out anyhow, and it's easy to, to replace the serpentine belt. You know, it's only another $35, you know, $15 for labor. And I was like, all right, we'll fucking do that. How much for the alternator? And he says, well, we can give you a refurbished alternator or a brand new alternator. Refurbished alternator is going to be uh, $600 and change. What? The brand new alternator yeah. is going to be $700 and change. And for, an alternator? for, for yeah. either one, it's yeah, going to be... Bullshit. For either one, it's going to be $150 for uh, labor. Holy shit. And me, uh, I'm on the phone with this guy with Jose sitting across from me. Me, I just want to get home. I want to get myself, Jose, and the car home. And I've got $2,000 in cash in my pocket right now. While I don't want to spend almost $1,000 to get home, I've got the money and I got to do what I got to do. So I said, all right, well, let's fucking do it. I hang up the phone. I tell Jose the deal, and Jose says, "No, fucking <laughs> <laughs> veto. Do not do because that." I went through this shit with my Kia, <laughs> and the goddamn alternator was a hundred bucks. I'm about to say that's like you know I've I don't know shit about cars, but I've replaced a couple alternators. I know they're cheap. Yeah, and I can do it. All right, and if yeah. I can do it. You know what I mean? It's not that serious. And I my my myself. sister was working. She works at at, at uh, UTI, which which is a, a car a, a mechanic school. So I call her just to cross reference these prices, and she and she, I tell her, and she's like, "Fuck that!" And she That's even asked crazy. some of the guys that were there. She was like, "Hey, these guys have my brother hostage, and they're telling him it's going to be <laughs> like seven hundred dollars to do an alternator." And all of them were like, "Fuck that!" It at most four hundred bucks. It should have been. With installation. And, yeah. and yeah. you know, that's kind of what the tow truck driver said. That's what Mahoney said would probably be the cost. And $400, I might have fucking... Well, I was going to drop $800 to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> I would have rather dropped 400 So we fucking haul ass from Sonic back over to Goodyear. I get on the phone with the Goodyear guy. I'm like, stop everything! <laughs> Hold on a second. Stop the presses! Stop the presses! So, so now it's a matter of, okay, well... You know, I'm going to be putting in almost $1,000 into this car. That's 12 goddamn years old, no less. 12 goddamn years old. Replacing a belt, they're telling him he needs to replace that he just fucking replaced. No, I replaced it four years ago. Yeah, but four? Was it four? Yeah, four. Um, okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, I I, I misspoke. I, I thought it was yeah, two. The serpentine belt I, is I what my sister two years. She's like, there's no way it should have gone bad in two years. The serpentine belt is what busted in Ohio the weekend of Mid Ohio Con that oh, left yeah. me and Mary. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just that said, I'll fix if the spick doesn't drive the car anymore. <laughs> true story. True. True story. <laughs> True story. I did not talk to my dad uh, very much after that happened. Uh, yeah, for the first year or so that Mary lived with me, uh, we I had no relation with relationship with my parents. So, uh, I'm at the point where okay, I just if it's a thousand bucks is too much to put into this car that is gonna need new tires has broken air conditioning, has a big fucking crack on the windshield. Like, the crack on the windshield is from left to right, uh, right across the fucking center of the windshield. And the insurance doesn't cover it because of some bullshit technicality. It's because I got cheap bullshit Geico insurance. So, right. <laughs> and now I'm in St. Augustine. What what am I going to do? <laughs> if I'm not going to get this fixed, what am I going to do? 
uh, Jose knows that uh, his girlfriend is off of work. So oh, oh wait, don't don't forget to tell him you called your dad and and a rare moment <laughs> in history occurred today. Yeah, so Jose goes to call his girlfriend to see if she can come grab us. I get on my the phone with my dad to see what he thinks of the situation. And in one of the first moments in history, uh, my father and Jose were on the very exact same page. <laughs> <laughs> write it down, folks. Yeah, write it, mark it, get it? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he suggests that I find a, 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 salvage yard around, a salvage yard around there and we just figure out how to get home. Uh, got on the phone. Uh, give me a fucking cell door in a socket set. I can do that. Because yeah, the thing is, is to get that car going. Because even if he dropped the grand to get it working, the tires, which, which he he didn't know and I didn't know, the tires had dry rot. Yeah, so they might have blown on the way home. That on the way home, with all this brand new work, some of those fucking tires explode on us. It, it, luckily, the the day was kind of gray, and and not hot. I think if we were driving on a on a hot day, hot asphalt, it may have been a different story. So, uh, well, another thing, uh, when the tow truck driver is driving us over to the Goodyear for the first time, I notice this salvage yard, and I kind of make note of it like, oh, maybe if I need a part, we can get it from that salvage yard. Uh, little did I know that we were going to end up taking the car to the salvage yard and giving it to them. <laughs> oh! Uh, got got on the phone with the salvage yard, and they said, all right, well, here's the deal. Uh, we will give you $7 per 100 pounds, uh, and we will come get it, but we'll take $25 off of you know the the worth of the car. I said, all right, let's give it a shot. Uh, another tow truck driver comes and picks us up. Uh, we tell that tow truck driver about the other tow truck driver that was stoned off his ass, and we all have a good chuckle. He takes us over to the salvage yard. Uh, I take all of my belongings out of the car and put it in a, a hobo bindle sack. I They take my tag off the back of it, and here comes a fucking forklift that lifts my car up into the air and drives it. In- Which was pretty fucking <laughs> rad to watch. I bet it was. <laughs> and, I, and we wave goodbye to the Ford Escape as it drives off. Uh, they weighed it at 3,200 pounds, so 3,200 pounds, uh, $7 per 100 pounds, minus $25 for the tow. I got myself a nice check for $221.50, and Jose's girlfriend uh, was there to pick us up about an hour later, and uh, we were on our way back home with uh, two grand in my pocket <laughs> and a check for $221. Because yeah, at that point, it would have it would have taken $2,500 just to get that car going. Yeah. Brand new tires, fixing the windshield, fixing the air, the fucking rape that they were doing and even the fucking um the salvage yard D- don't get stranded in saint augustine they <laughs> will fuck you over. the moral of the story kids was i when i finally got fed up of jumping on the hood of my kia because it was garbage when i junked it i think i think i got around 10 per hundred so so that they were just they they knew our situation 
We're from Orlando. Yep, they saw us Crap. coming a mile Here. away. What are we going to do? Not do it? Ugh. So uh, the girlfriend came and picked us up. She uh, was a hero. She was she, a she hero. Was, I felt bad because you know she worked. She had just got off work, and she went in to work. She had to be there at 6 in the morning. So she wakes up at 4, 4.30 to get ready and leave her house by 5 to make it into work. And I kind of kept her up late the night before, so that didn't help. So she was already tired. With the D. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, I said this to Mary on the way home. I said, the first time she ever tells Jose no when he asks for something, it's going to break Jose's little heart. Because that girl, that girl jumps to help this guy or to, to hook him up with something. And... They are very lovely together, and I'm super happy for Jose and and her both because she she's an awesome chick. She saved both of our bacon today. You know, worst case scenario, if she wasn't able to help us out, uh, we would have had to wait until either Mary or my mom got off of work, and you know, that yeah. Because that's the other thing that sucked was it was still early enough to have the full day, but not Maybe late enough for started. everyone to be off work. Yeah, but uh, we. Got back into town around seven seven thirty. Uh, Mary had gotten off of work, and we all met up and got some Mexican food. Uh, I treated everyone to dinner for all the the uh, frustration of the day. Everyone deserved a nice Mexican meal. And, hey, but we handled it good. Though. And then we we all went our separate ways. Uh, they went home, and Mary drove me home. And uh, that's it. And one of the things that we said as we were driving back into town was, you know, if this was 2011, Nyes and Jose, oh man, at least one of us would have had a fucking rage meltdown. <laughs> yeah, shit, shit would not have. Yeah, someone would have been thrown. I would have told you, look, pick me up. I'm gonna be the guy walking. <laughs> but you know, like Jose kept saying, it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All we could do was fucking laugh at the situation and just, you know, we made memories today. That's 100% true. Us and Julio. <laughs> yeah. And a fucking stone tow truck operator. Uh, so that's... It's like, dude, dude, dude. I don't know if it's as funny to you as it is to me, but this situation is pretty fucking wild. Now, I'm going to drop you off at this place that I know of that's going to rape you good. <laughs> Who's on the phone? Hello. All right. <laughs> they don't want to talk to us after all, I guess. Never mind. Cool talk. Good, right. good talk. Good talk. So that's that's the end of my story. That's uh, the the end of my week. I don't know if you have anything to add there, Jose, to that story. We haven't even gotten to your week or goats yet. Uh. Well, I'll I'll just I'll just keep it. Short and simple. Um, got an email from the um, studio who put out the Brian Mills <laughs> trilogy known as Taken. And it was kind of like the Shia LaBeouf thing. You know, we didn't know if it was real or not. Didn't know if it was really the studio or someone just pulling our chain. But they're like, look, we already greenlit the, the, the fourth installment of Taken. Here's the first trailer. 
uh, number out there and, take, and help us out. Taken three was number one at the box office this past weekend, so they're they're looking to strike while the iron's hot. They're like fuck it, part four. So, uh, panels on pages released the official and exclusive trailer for Taken Four to Forkin. <laughs> <laughs> Which so is even more fun to say than Turducken. <laughs> yeah. Everyone check that out. Uh, coming to a theater near you next summer. It does look like a, a blockbuster in the making. Oh, I think it's going to be fucking rad. It was, it was pretty cool. It's going to make House Party 2 look like House Party 3 is all I'm saying. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so that, that dropped. Uh, more to come. Good work on that scoop, man. Hey, I fucking emailed him back. I was like, hey. Anytime, anytime <laughs> you guys have an exclusive trailer, hit us up. And they said, you know what? We got some coming down the pipeline. So <laughs> be aware, population. There's going to be some fucking sweet-ass trailers coming. There's some good movies dropping the next two years. And hey, That's it. You, know, you, you know, since these are pop exclusives, you know, we're getting the scoops. You got to make sure to share these population. You know, we count on you to get the word out because, you know, if you don't share it, who's going to who's gonna be able to see it? We are a legion. Yeah. Hashtag taken. Replace the A with a four. <laughs> and, and we know you already share every, uh, you know, screen cap from Tumblr and other fan-made movies or, or trailers from other sites and, you know, uh, uh, news stories about, uh, white people rioting compared to black people rioting. So come on, give us a little love here. You know, share share some pop stuff right here. You know, we're not moveon.org, but <laughs> <laughs> we got some stuff worth sharing. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not making a difference. So, you know, <laughs> whatever. Hey, you know what? We might not make a difference on a global scale, but you know we do it one person at a time, just like Julio. <laughs> just like Julio. Hey, it's all about bringing that one smile. If we could make one person smile in this world, it was worth it. Just think of all the wonderful amateur porn that is going to come from our cam- cameras being sold to wonderful Julio. Yeah, and the other thing is, is while we're we're talking, he's you know, he's asking questions somebody should when they're paying that much money for equipment, but we don't want to oversell the new cameras we're upgrading to, right? And undersell the cameras we're trying to pawn off. <laughs> just being like, oh man, those new cameras sound great. Okay, I changed my mind. I think I'm gonna go get one of those. Like, Fuck no, you guys. <laughs> That's when the tire iron. Would have came. <laughs> Said you're buying this, and while we're at it, we're gonna need your car. <laughs> you know what? Run them shoes. Run them shoes. I need those. Them, what size are you wearing, homie? Yeah. What the fuck's up, goat? It is goat's birthday today. Like oh uh, shit. Oh man. Um. He's been having a rough, t- a rough time with it. Yeah. Rough time with it. Yeah. He may. It may say thirty on his driver's license, but he still fucks like he's twenty one. And, you know, <laughs> which is, you know, awkwardly and <laughs> a lot of crying involved still. Never get past that. Hey, man, sometimes you just got to let out a good pleasure tear. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, 
like real talk. H- have you guys ever cried during sex and just sat no. there and thought to yourself <laughs> that you're a fucking cliche and you're crying well, during right sex? There. No. <laughs> I will tell no. you, I've cried during sex and I was very disappointed in myself. <laughs> I got a cramp and flew off the bed once. That's and it, about it. And it wasn't. It wasn't when she spit it in my belly button. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about crying during sex and being so mad at yourself for crying during sex that it makes you cry more. Oh, it's just a vicious circle. I would not recommend it. No. no. One, one star. One star. I would not recommend. <laughs> That's my Yelp review. But yeah, man, so my week's bo- mostly been, you know, denying the fact that I'm getting older and, and hoping that somehow I can prevent that from happening, you know. Hey, embrace it, homie. Just roll with it. Yeah, yeah. Just as long as you don't have it's great like pubes, what's happened? all right. Just go with it now. But, you know uh, what Aaliyah said? Age ain't nothing but a number. Right? Oh, I thought she said, Ah! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was going to... Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, be it, Well. <laughs> I, I set him up. You knock him down. <laughs> so Goat was not able to make the Kumite this weekend because of festivities. Yeah. Which is a damn shame. It is. Um, I didn't miss Kumite. 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 I did get a cat. So, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, I got a cat, if that's any indication that I'm getting fucking old and boring. <laughs> How many cats? <laughs> just the one. It's just the okay. one. Cat. How are you Do with you- dairy products? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't, I don't like dairy products. So the Give them an upset tummy. <laughs> yeah. The day after you bought the cat, did Spicy. you think, I could use about five more of these? <laughs> Well, it was supposed to be my girlfriend's cat, and then I decided, I guess, after we got it, that I like cats. So now I guess I have a cat. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, about that present. Um, it's still coming in the mail. It hasn't got here yet. What's the kitty's name? His, his name is Ronan. Like, nice. Like the accuser. <laughs> no. He's, he is nowhere near as intimidating because he weighs about two pounds. But he still bathes in the blood of his enemies. Yes. Yeah. Well, we got to find him some enemies first. And then he will. Is he too cute to have enemies? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, man. That's 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 it. Like, that just goes to show I have... That's it. Life Turn 30, got a cat. Six, apparently. <laughs> and Lee, we can't wait until you turn 23. <laughs> Well, I asked the other day about, like, you know, about, uh, you know, I thought turning 30 or whatever. Like, motherfucker, I got two kids and a mortgage. Yeah. And your second, for days. your second kid's already trying to walk. That kid is trying to walk so fucking bad. <laughs> it's ridiculous. How like, motherfucker 30? I'm goddamn 40. <laughs> the kid figured out how to crawl. I don't think he likes it. He's very lazy. <laughs> The other day, Nicole was trying to get him to crawl, crawl across the room. So he was like trying to coax him with a toy of some kind. 
And just the look on his face was like, all right, I mean, like, I could do that. <laughs> but I got this bomb-ass turtle right over here. <laughs> I'm going to just fucking hang out with this turtle. Because this is right here. You can keep all that weak shit over there. <laughs> Can't you guys get me something with wheels, motherfuckers? <laughs> oh, it's good times. What you might not know about Go is that he has a cartoonishly huge family. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. So any kind of get-together of these motherfuckers is, like, the stuff of legend. At the very least, it's awkward and hard to put together. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, for reference, for, for people that don't know, uh, I, I am the oldest of nine. Whoa! I did not realize that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the way it, it shakes out, um, I, I have one full brother and one, one full sister. Uh, my, my brother's two years younger than me. My sister is seven years younger than me. Um, when my mom got remarried, I got a stepsister who's, she's like 22 now. Um, then about three years ago, my mom and stepdad adopted three little boys, three brothers. So they're all, you know, ages like four to eight. Um, so that increased it. And then when my dad got married to my now 23 year old stepmom. Yep. Uh, and they've had two kids in the last two years. So wow. my one <laughs> and my and he is 30. Yeah. And my stepmom is seven years younger than me. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's kinda cool. it, it is kind of cool. It, it is kind of cool. So do you yell at her? <laughs> you go to your room. When, when they first got married, she was still 20. So I used to have to go to the liquor store for my stepmom because she wasn't old enough to buy booze. <laughs> nice. In some ways, they are the model Southern family. Holy shit. Yeah. Rob in the chat says, it's like that movie they had a preview before the first Ninja Turtle movie. I know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> it was on the VHS of the first Ninja Turtles movie. It had that song, I'm free to do what I want any old time. And it was uh, the one girl was talking straight to the camera, talking about her fucking huge, weird, blended, not, not that your family's weird, Goat, but her yeah, huge, weird, cool. blended family. <laughs> what the fuck is the name of that movie? Somebody pull out a goddamn you know, Ninja enough, Turtles VHS. Talking about too, actually. Yeah, I don't know what the name of it is, but they fucking like owe me royalties. <laughs> so look that shit up. And that your dad fucking watching them was like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I want that. That's what I'm gonna do. Ten, I want that for me. Ten Please. cool points like, like for my dad planned either of those kids. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> that is more than fair. I knew that they had 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 one kid. I didn't realize they had already pumped out two. Good. Oh no, no, yeah, 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 good yeah, for yeah. Them. Like Back to back, like like fucking Irish twins. <laughs> That's how you do it. Straight up Irish twins. <laughs> back to back, get snipped and do what you want. That's what people ask me all the time. Oh, when are you having kids? And then I just laugh my ass <laughs> out the room. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. There's a million little rugrats running around my family. <laughs> what was it your mom said? Jesus, I think your dad can get a woman pregnant by looking at her. <laughs> yep, yep, she did. <laughs> Good on you. It's we got time. any mail? Happy birthday, man. Thank you. Happy birthday. Yeah, we do got some mail. What's up with the mail? If you want to send us some mail, pull out your fucking phone. Not if you're driving. That's irresponsible. <laughs> you email us, popcast at panelsonpages.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail by calling 616-951-1POP. We will play and or read them fuckers on the air because that's what we do here 
at the podcast. Now, we got an email from uh, our very own Comic Geek Kelly. Again, to podcast at panelsonpages.com. And he writes in, <clears throat> Hi, guys. I've come up with an FMK with no theme. Enjoy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. FMK. <laughs> It's been a while. It's been a while. So in case you're unfamiliar, the rules of the game, quite simple. The, uh, we are the hosts. We are presented with uh, three things. People, animals, vegetables, minerals, whatever the case may be. Uh, FMK, fuck, marry, kill. Of those things, pick one that you would fuck, one you would marry, one you would kill. Very basic. But, you know, get a lot of legs out of this one. It's, we played this game for years. We did this game live on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, we did. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and Kerouac got killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's right. It's good time. Good times. All right, so Kelly writes in. <clears throat> Option one: Bill Cosby, parenthetical, Uh-oh. and his pills. Close parenthetical. <laughs> uh, option two: A pile of White Castle hamburgers stuffed into an Ultraman costume that was left in the forest. Option three, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> A.K.A. Bork Laser. Bork Laser. And here I always thought Brock Lesnar was a pile of White Castle hamburgers in an Ultraman costume. Found in the woods. <laughs> Jeez. Ultraman, uh, first uh, uh, Japanese superhero show I ever saw growing up as a kid. Fuck yeah. Likes I remember watching that as a little one. Likes Japan shit. Hashtag likes Japan shit. <laughs> the problem with saying you want to marry a pile of White Castle hamburgers stuffed in an Ultraman suit that you blow that left in the forest. The cool part of that is, oh man, fuck, then you have this rad Ultraman suit. But them burgers are going to start to stink. Is the problem. White Castle's not the most delightfully smelling things fresh off the grill, much Mm-mm. less stuffed in a forest suit. Mm-mm. Yeah, you, you, and you gotta imagine that there's some some sweat in that suit. There, there's yeah. been some sweat soaking into that suit. Yeah, it's a bad time. Yeah, it's it's marinated. Yeah, it's well marinated. I think you're gonna have to kill the suit. You gotta kill the suit. So yeah, it's misery. You gotta kill the suit. The suit's gotta die. Uh, which unfortunately does lead with a couple of odd choices. No, there's no winner here. Not a whole lot of appeal happening. Not gonna lie. Well, yeah, but you kind of gotta marry Brock Lesnar because out of the three, Brock has the most going for him. True, I, I would agree with marrying Brock Lesnar. But what sucks is he's never on WWE TV, so he's gonna be home all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be home all the time. Yeah. But at least I cannot imagine team. having to engage in a conversation with him. You guys like pork. <laughs> But that's not even it. He, you think he talks like that, but he talks like the world's fucking most roided out newsy. Yeah. <laughs> and he screams yeah, but, like this. You know. <laughs> you could show up for Raw as his proxy and 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 hopefully make a name for yourself. If you marry Brock Lesnar, you could probably be on WWE television more than Brock Lesnar. Well, yeah. I mean, do you guys know who Brock Lesnar is married to? I guess I don't know. He's oh, married, yeah. He's married to Sable. Really? Yeah. Brock, yeah I saw them at, at uh, they ate at Margaritaville 
when I work there, sitting at an itty bitty two top. They look like assholes. <laughs> I <laughs> don't know that. Yep. And you she's got to be at least 15 years older than him. You think? Yeah. Because he came into the WWE and he was like, I think he was 22 when he won the title. He's the youngest ever champ. And, you know, she was rode hard and put up wet by then. Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. is 37. Fuck, Sable's what? Rena Marrow? Rena Marrow. She kept Marrow? 47. So 10 years older. For, for, for solid 10. Oh. Rena Marlette Lesnar, better known as Sable. Uh, R- Rob in the chat has found the movie from the beginning of oh, <laughs> the Ninja Turtles VHS. It was titled Step Kids in early promotional trailers, but then it was later titled Big Girls Don't Cry. They get oh, even. Oh, I remember that box art now. Look at uh, the box art on Wikipedia. Ben, yeah. ben Savage was in it. Um, David Strathairn was in it. Who you might know from Good Night, Good Luck. Uh, or uh, he was also in Godzilla, I believe. He was one of the generals. And uh, those are the only names I recognize. <laughs> I, f- I always felt like... This Big Girls Don't Cry, They Get Even had the same cast as Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. It, oh, it has the same box art. It looks like the fucking... But Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, much more fun movie. Oh, yeah. Well, I've never seen Big Girls Don't Cry. I've just seen the uh, trailer in front of the Ninja Turtles VHS a hundred million times. So, <laughs> back to the Fuck, Mary Kill. I would agree with Jose about marrying Brock Lesnar, even, even though you'd get... Uh, Sable's sloppy seconds, and I think your reason, the reasoning you go to for fucking Bill Cosby, is hopefully you wouldn't remember it. But oh, well, obvious, you know what? Obviously, that might not be the case because a lot of people remember it. A lot of people remember it. Well, and my take on it is, you kind of you have to fuck Bill Cosby because you're going to anyway, whether you want to or not. <laughs> So Allegedly, might as well volunteer for the process. Allegedly, good work, Rob. That is some good sleuthing right there. Damn fine sleuthing. Hey, but at least you know you can get him back. You guys googling image searching pictures of Sable is like a fucking time capsule. <laughs> Let me see if I can find the Stepkids trailer on. Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. Found it on YouTube. Let's let let's all take a time capsule. Once upon a time, my mom and dad got married and lived happily ever after. Yeah, right. Oh shit! The mom is the fucking owner of the team from Major League. No shit. Yes. Linking it in the chat right now. Children, this is your modern fairy tale. Would the mother and father of the girl raise your hand, please? Oops, there's another one. Gotta be quick in this family. My dad's almost 40. Looks like he's 30. Thinks like he's 20 and acts like he's 10. He's fun to The play friend that got killed in American what? Werewolf That's in London. <laughs> Next, Rob meets Keith Powers. He's a rich widower with three kids and two portions. Ben Savage. So I get two stepbrothers. Josh, he's the nice one. And Kirk. <laughs> ah, my beloved stepsister, Corinne. I'm on the phone. And of course, my half-brother, Sam. I tested it for dioxin. That doesn't clog your pores, does it? 
Meanwhile, back in San Francisco, Dad gets lucky and marries Barbara. Hi, darling. Uh, must be a bad connection. Oh shit, that's fucking Clark Kent's mom from Smallville. Actually, I have a half-sister, Jessica. No, no it's not. <laughs> Clark Kent's mom from Smallville was... Meet Annette O'Toole. I just did. You're so sweet. What are you doing in this family? I know what you're thinking. We're like the Brady Bunch. Oh, I think Jerry O'Connell's in it. just put on my hands. But you don't do anything, right, Melinda? I'm a mother. Do you love your daddy? Alright, we're just gonna have to watch Ninja Turtles after this. <laughs> I just won't feel right if we don't. Did you know it's estimated by the year 2000, one out of every three people will be a member of my family? That's the one. I remember more than anything. That's the one. Oh, uh, well, well. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Thank you, Rob. Damn right. Thank you, Rob. Good catch. And apparently, and Kelly posing some interesting things in the Twitter and the chat as well. Fucking real live right there. Jesus Christ. Let's take us a break. Yep. Get up, stretch the legs, refill the agua a little bit. And uh, we're back a little bit. Enjoy this musical selection. Uh, love you, kids. Bye. Break! Selling automatics to the melodramatic They got the cash, I got a stash It's a hell of a habit Well established in the practice of helping the masses Blow up each other's stuff huh. I'm diplomatic, pragmatic Can't make a business out of acting nice You're looking at the man who built the mass device From satellites to plants that grow to massive heights Got what you need, and I always get my asking price This ain't a passive fight, keep me out your blasting sights Less of course, you're prepared to get your asses wiped That's just a fact of life, grew up in harm's way And these rich rockets aren't for cosplay I am the arms race, amulet wearing, super inventor I even helped create Serpentor, your mentor Highly skilled tactician, you trying to take me out? Should have started practicing hundreds of years ago I'll try and make it clearer so you can understand You never ever met a fiercer foe Look in the mirror, yo, that's beryllium steel My family heirloom, worn with militant zeal Ill super skilled as a villain for real Got the public hating on me like I'm killing some seals A brilliant heel, better stop spinning my wheels Pick up the bill for my meal And if you're willing to deal, call Destro The stake in the name I invented putting snakes on a plane Call Destro Got what you need to knock them dead From battle barges to infrared rockets Call sleds. Destro For nothing but the best, bro We accept credit, cash and checks Call so. Destro We never use old parts And if I'm not around Transcarpathia, swamps of the Everglades Crossing me is the worst mistake you could ever make Skeletons in my closet, attic full of ghosts The baddest men alive, laughing my jokes Proud and noble with a whole lot of common sense And no tolerance for incompetence Enjoy the finer things like fistfuls of dollars Luxury castles, wine, disco collars And when it comes to women, there's no comparing this The only man who's had Zorana and the Baroness I'll take care of it, sign right here Or my Iron Grenadiers, I'll have you crying in your beers To be clear, put every last combatant in the past tense We're making cash, cause I own all the patents Military, armaments, research, syndicate 
means any war I'm in, I'm winning it. A little bit hard, yeah, you bet I'm hard. I got my own code. It starts with your credit card. You wanna win? You better be the highest bidder. Cause as it happens, my top clients slither. Super attack bats, mutant pack rats, souped up goons, and platoons with backpacks. Atomic strength rays, orbital tractor beams. I got it all for every kind of wacky scheme. Oh, Destro. Whether you're fueling rebel squadrons or looking to duel in the devil's cauldron. Call Destro. As long as they got the money, I'll incite unrest in unstable countries. Call Destro. For nothing but the best, bro. We accept credit, cash, and checks. Call so. Destro. I'm not someone to put a mark on. You must have me confused with Dark Lawn. Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something-something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpages.com. Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Uh, just found this on Twitter, at uh, TripsX, Trips E-X, Nick from Milwaukee on Twitter. Uh, talking about his stream on his Twitter page. He says, look for a post on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram soon and help spread the word if you can. Nothing good happens on Tuesdays anyways, so help us out. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) And I think Gavin was trying, Gavin was the one who tried calling earlier and it didn't go through. But now I'm just sad. He, on Twitter, Gavin says, you win again, shitty phone. Hashtag podcast. Well, that just bums me out. Well, goddamn. Goddamn is right. Fucking, uh, what's up on some news? What's happening in the world this week, guys? Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fuck it. Fuck it. This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for January 13th, 2015. Fucking thing sucks! The internet tells me that a new trailer for Avengers Age of Ultron debuted during the college football national championship game last night, and I didn't watch it. But not because I'm some tired geek cliche who doesn't watch sports ball. 
Could could Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice be split into two films with a standalone Batfleck movie headed for release this October? If you believe this, I've got some beachfront property on Krypton I'd like to sell you. <laughs> uh, one release we do know for sure is that of The Man Without Fear, as the Daredevil series will drop on Netflix on April 10th, which is now recognized as a religious holiday in the Rodriguez household. Goddamn right. DC's Vixen will be getting her own CW animated series that will exist in the same universe as Arrow and Flash, bringing the total people of color on the CW to three. (laughs) Former pro wrestler come comic creator CM Punk will be removed from any future reprints of the WWE Superstars comic book due to a malicious corporate mandate. He'll instead be replaced by Ryback carrying a copy of The Secret. And finally, (laughs) legendary movie poster artist Drew Struzan has come out of retirement. Not to paint the Episode 7 poster, but instead to provide artwork for Bat Kid Begins. The Wish Heard Round the World. The documentary about everyone's favorite immortal Make-A-Wish Kid, SF Bat Kid. When reached for comment... SF Bat Kid replied, Drew Hoosen, as he snorted cocaine out of Selena Gomez's butthole. And that is the Pop Top <laughs> Six Pack of News for January 13th, 2015. Wow. Infotainment. <laughs> Alright, so our first story is the new Avengers Age of Ultron trailer. Uh, I know that. Well, I know I didn't watch it because I I'm me. Because I'm gonna see Avengers: Age of Ultron. I don't need to see nothing more about it. I I want to go into it as fresh as possible as I can be from this point on. Uh, you know, we talked last week about the rumor that uh, about Ultron and Vision's uh, origins. I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a newsman. I'm supposed to deliver news to the population. But I'm trying to do myself and the population a favor by not spoiling any more of Avengers Age of Ultron that needs to be spoiled. Not not to say that a trailer is a spoiler, but I'll see it in theaters on May 1st. I'll fucking be there. And The only reason I watched the fucking thing is because you put the link in the chat <laughs> as, as if you're going to talk about it on the news, son of a bitch. I got you. <laughs> Sorry. So you watched it? <laughs> I did. Goat, did you watch it? Yeah, I, I watched it. Um, I watched it before. Like the minute it dropped, I was on that show. So, dudes, does it look cool or what? It looks so cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a lot new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a couple different Spader clips, like you know, some stuff in, in different orders, a couple different bits. But I think it's like a minute and a half long. So, yes. I mean, there's not a whole lot. Like they didn't. There's no. There's no. Uh, you know, helicarrier money shot that you wish like hell you hadn't seen on, on trailer. You know, nothing like that. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, Lee, I'm sorry. I I didn't mean (laughs) to force you to watch that trailer, but I I figured it was a large enough news story that, you know, even if we just say, yeah, Avengers 2 trailer came out, big news, uh, moving on. So What I'm I'm, interested in is, like, I wonder, like, really, how necessary is a marketing campaign for this movie at this point? Like, people are going to talk about it. It's going to be out there. Like, I think if you don't put another trailer on television for it again... I think it still makes a billion dollars. 
I mean, I think all you have to do is put out into the world. They're making another Avengers movie, and Blood in the Water means it's going to be okay. Or just uh, just something as simple as the the logo on a black background with the release date and a voiceover. Yeah. Avengers: Age of Ultron in theaters May first, rated PG thirteen. <laughs> That's it. Five seconds. And You're gonna be there. You're gonna go. Play that once an hour on every channel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yep. uh, unless there's something that is not plot related or possibly spoilery to the movie, we, we will go full Avengers: Age of Ultron blackout on the podcast from here on out, if there need you go. be. So. All right. You heard it here, folks. Uh, I I promise that moving forward. Uh, so coming up it's next. Good. Uh, I thought not ex- kind of maybe semi-related. I guess uh, Jeremy Renner on Twitter was uh, saying how he said something to the effect of, uh, can't say what yet, but uh, suited up again for the third time, and the costume still fits. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I saw that last week, and it, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, we know he's going to be back at some point, somewhere. Unless, you know, he kicked the bucket in uh, Age of Ultron. You know, there's a numerous things that he could be referring to. It could be simply Age of Ultron reshoots. It could be just, you know, because they, they do that on most of these Marvel movies. They ratchet sure. up the action with reshoots. Who knows? It could be an appearance on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because Mockingbird's on there now. We can yeah. we can get some hot Hawkeye on Mockingbird action. I wouldn't mind watching them have sex. <laughs> it could be anything and you know it's great news that jeremy renner is continuing to be hawkeye from here on out so awesome uh this story uh take it as a grain of salt because is it this rumor comes from a screenshot yeah of an iphone video of what this person claims is the uh, first trailer for Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, and what it shows is underneath the title "Batman v Superman," it says "Part One: Enter the Night, 2015, October 23rd," and then "Part Two: Dawn of Justice, 2016, March 25th," and then you know people speculate that okay, well maybe. They're splitting Dawn of Justice into two movies, and they're giving Batman his own movie to start it out to kind of get the new Batman established in the universe, and then Dawn of Justice can be the Batman versus Superman movie, because Superman already had Man of Steel. We've established him. Uh, I, I, I don't believe it, because October is way too quick. For them to be all of a sudden saying, oh yeah, we're going to have a fucking Batman movie in <laughs> ten months from now. I don't see that happening. But I'm trying to think, was it San Diego last year where they announced Ben Affleck was Batman? Uh, no, it, it wasn't at San Diego. It, was, it, 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 it wasn't part of any convention. It was San Diego last year where they showed uh, the Wonder Woman costume for the first time, and they showed the teaser with uh, Superman yes. and yes. Uh, Batman okay. with the the bat signal. So, I mean, like, you know, I don't know. I don't believe it. 
I truly don't buy it. But, you know, I feel like they've been working on it for a, while. a long time. Yeah. To yeah. the point to where they could have legitimately shot enough footage. I I completely agree with you. And I I think it still seems so far away, but to kind of dump hey. a Batman movie in October with a less than 10 months of uh, preparation for it? I feel like we would have, you know. Yeah, but this is bullshit because, you know, they they want people to be excited about it. And I feel like you would, again, maybe I'm just wrong. I'm giving DC and Warner Brothers too much fucking credit. But I feel like you lead with your Batman in 2015 and make a big deal out of it before you'd be like, Oh, hey, y'all, we got Will Smith for Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but may- maybe it was a last, kind of a last-minute decision, and, and they've shot so much that they're like, okay, let's take some of this, and, and let's let's do kind of like a Batman movie. And that gives but me after high. First class, after first class pulled off, shooting, editing, and releasing a movie in shot in a weeks. in a month, anything's possible. <laughs> here's the here's the real question. It's not is it real. The question is if it is real, do they show the Waynes getting murdered in both movies? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I I'm sorry, Jose, but the concept of them shooting for. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. They finish shooting, and then they're looking at it, and they're like, "Hey, we can probably fucking stitch together a pretty decent Batman movie out of some of this extra footage." Oh, I hate that. No, no, so no, I, I'm not saying so much extra footage. What I'm saying is, is they went in to film this movie, but after casting everybody else and it turning into something bigger, what I'm saying is, is Somewhere down the line, they switched up the game plan. They pulled a hobbit. Some more, some more shit, and and decided to shoot more than they were telling us they were shooting to drop this bomb on us. And, you know, that's completely not out of the realm of possibility with what we've seen coming out of Warner Brothers in DC, where it seems like they don't really know what they're doing and then they make these snap judgments out of nowhere. I mean, it it, it could be they they're yeah, so behind they Marvel. That, they they need something. You know, Watchmen had like a fucking three and a half hour, four hour cut. Fucking they, Sucker Punch had a crazy long cut. Like you know, Snyder's known for making long ass movies that they get get cut down for theatrical release. So maybe Homie shot a five hour fucking Superman movie. And somebody at Warner Brothers said, are you out of your goddamn mind? Who do you think you are, Peter fucking Jackson? (laughs) He said, yes, I am. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, whether this is real or not, a rumor that I do believe is that we will see a teaser for Batman v Superman, whether it's Dawn of Justice or Enter the Night or both. We will likely see it with either Jupiter Ascending, which comes out on February 6th. That's a... What the fuck is that? It's, it's uh, that. Channing Tatum and Mila Kunis. I think it's a Wachowski movie. Yeah, I, it's a Wachowski movie. It is joint. a Wachowski right. movie. And those guys or, are fucking insane now. 
or like, it will <laughs> debut during the Super Bowl or both. Now, with the if we're not going to see Dawn of Justice and this Enter the Night thing is a is bullshit. We're not going to see Dawn of Justice until March of 2016. I think if we get any sort of teaser or trailer, it will be probably minimal stuff. Maybe even what That's they like got an Avengers and a half away from yeah. Now. Maybe even what they got at Comic Con or less. Um, but keep an eye out. Uh, we're supposed to be getting either a Batman v Superman trailer beginning in February, a Fantastic Four trailer beginning in February, or maybe both. Hey, all I know is for Rangers and the Scorpion King four. Yeah, no shit. I saw commercial for that, and I was like, "Is there still a demand for Scorpion King? That they're still making fucking fucking Scorpion King big, movies?" Big Country Roy Nelson is in Scorpion King four. Oh shit, he is. I didn't know they made a two. Oh two? yeah, the, uh, fucking Randy Couture was in Randy one Couture of them. Randy Couture was in one of them. Yeah. Oh boy. All I, think... I know is if it does happen. Our our source in the studios will be sending us a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't take any other site's trailer at face value. Pop will have the yeah, exclusive. Yeah. We we have a mole in Hollywood <laughs> that is just dying to feed us fucking exclusives. So. Best watch your ass, folks. It's coming. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, you know this is isn't the biggest piece of news, but we finally have a release date for the Daredevil Netflix series, and that will be April tenth. They are likely going to drop the whole goddamn series on that day. So clear your schedule, folks. Uh, they kind of have to, right? I mean, isn't that the whole get? Yeah, uh, uh, behind the, these Netflix series that, is that, that everything at once. Here you yeah, go. Yeah, and I don't really know how I'm going to process that because, like, <laughs> I got to call into work. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> be like, I, I'll have been there for a while by that point. They'll have known me enough. Be like, look, I need a couple days for C two B two, and you know, I need at least a day for Daredevil. Yeah. What you need to do is you need to go into go into work. And just drop a little calendar, a little itinerary with a couple dates and say, look. We fucking make I'm calendars. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we make the year. I customize this one myself. <laughs> Here's what's up. These dates, remember them. And don't expect me around this motherfucker. I'll be walking in the next day with a smile so goddamn big on my face. You can see from space. <laughs> Have they said how many episodes we're going to get? I believe 10. Thir- no, 13. Fuck yeah. <laughs> 13 one-hour episodes. 12.01 a.m. Pacific time on April 10th. That's like 9 p.m. <laughs> no, that's uh, 3 a.m. Wait. Is that? Yeah, that is. Oh, no, God no, no. That, that's that's, that's 3 a.m. on April 10th. Yeah, I'm going to call. I'm, uh, I'm missing work. <laughs> and do you see the motion poster for it? Yeah, sure that's, did. That's pretty cool. Oh wait, no, it's a Friday. We're cool. 
No, wait, that's still like now I gotta miss that day. Yeah, unless it's gonna be twelve now if it actually launches on the Friday, yeah. Work can suck a dick. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm fucking build a blanket fort and make some popcorn. <laughs> oh, I love blanket forts. I'm gonna send the kids to school, but don't bother me. Don't talk to me when you get home. I'm gonna be mid <laughs> devil. And Jax is gonna be like, "What do you mean? I'm only one years old. I have to go to school. Also, I can talk now." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And not only do you have to go to school, you have to get it right home because I'm yeah. busy. Yeah. Oh man, you guys, you guys. We need to just go ahead when you put in your time off request for Daredevil. I'm just going to piggyback that and just let them know that whatever the launch date is of Iron Fist, I'm going to come into work in the cop. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing that sucks. Apparently, they also came down and said that not 100%, but basically the Marvel Netflix shows are going to be about a year apart, which kind of sucks. It does. It means, it, yeah. mean, it, it, but, you know, probably because they're carrying a lot of the same production crew over, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, you can't produce... You really, I don't want them to produce fucking. Yeah, you still want it to be thirty quality. hours of television in a week, in a year. You don't, you don't want to do that. You want them to be good, you know. And you got to think that they're 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 releasing has to coincide with with the the overall plan. Well, I mean, they uh, uh, they've said that Daredevil is going to be its own story. It's going to be the same universe, but it's not really going to be affected by anything else going on. So. No, but but what I'm saying is is it's introducing certain characters, right? At a certain time, you know yeah, what I mean. If, for like, example, they do want to have fucking Iron Fist and, and Luke Cage in Avengers: Infinity War Part Two, then you know you got to time it out right. Yeah, I, get that, you know? I mean, well, if there's going to be five series, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Defenders, they kind of have to. That's about right. They kind of have to haul ass because that would bring us to. 2020 when um shit i think that's the last dc movie that's maybe does infinity war part two come out in 2020 or 2019 wait dc's making movies still (laughs) (laughs) i i think they might have to do two a year I I, I could think, yeah I could he, see he didn't them hundred percent he was kind of like roughly they've already that. cast uh, Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones so I could see them shooting Jessica Jones within the next couple of months and have it ready by year's end maybe year maybe end, in maybe, the fall yeah. November yeah uh, Avengers Infinity War Part Two uh, May third twenty nineteen twenty nineteen so that's only four years. Four years, you guys. On some level, we're measuring our lives in Avengers movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. In less exciting news, uh, so fun oh, excited. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to downplay that. I I that was a segue for another story. Uh, but DC and CW are going to put together a Vixen animated series. And it will take place in the same universe as Arrow and Flash. And I think this is really interesting. That is interesting. DC's been knocking it out of the park with their TV. They've always been lauded for their uh, animated direct-to-DVD movies. 
so this the is, artwork looks pretty damn cool. <clears throat> this is a real interesting step for them, and I think it would be cool where you know you have Vix in the animated series, but eventually you kind of have to cast a live action Vixen and have her pop up in either Arrow yeah, or Flash. Don't you? Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that it's makes connected. it even cooler. No, I don't know shit about Vixen. I only know her from this one awesome episode of Teen Titans Go, where she was auditioning to replace Beast Boy and ate a bird. I remember <laughs> an issue of Wizard where they had just announced a new Justice League, and Vixen was a member of the Justice League, and that's the first time I had ever heard of her. Let's see. I was like, Vixen debuted in 1981's Action Comics, number 521, and was character cre- created by Jerry Conway and Bob Oxner. Vixner is the Vixen is the alter ego of Marie Jewy McCabe, who has a mystical tattoo totem that gives her the abilities of one animal at a time. Well, all right. Oh, I see. Okay, the series isn't going to be on the CW. It's going to be on the CW Seed, which is CW's yes. digital platform. Which I don't know if that is launched yet or not, but it's very interesting. And it's a good huh. way to drive eyes towards that thing. You know, get get awareness out about that. It's it's very interesting. That's thinking outside the box. I I gotta give it to him. I like that. I would love an animated series set in the Marvel universe. How fucking cool would that be? Pretty damn rad. <laughs> but, but Marvel is doing kind of the same thing DC is at least with their cartoons. Marvel now has like a full slate of animated programs that are set in the same universe. So they're kind of doing that thing over there, which is cool. The Guardians show comes out, I think, in March. I think the Guardians series debuts. And it looks pretty fucking rad. Good on you, DC and CW. Good on you, indeed. Uh, I also posted just this, uh, I guess maybe it was yesterday, I think it was. Um, posted a little bit up at the website, panelsonpages.com. Uh, take a look at the questionable decision uh, regarding Mr. Grant Gustin and, you know, Ezra Miller, soon to be known as Good Charlotte Flash. That motherfucker is 22 years old. He's 22. He's too little. <laughs> For goddamn dick, this is what it is. I forgot uh, her actual age, but I was going to say she's as old as Goat's stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> He's as old. Uh, Ezra Miller is a he. Yeah. He's a he. Uh, next, back to Ezra Miller. But you know what the fuck? What the fuck, man? Uh, next story is uh, there is a WWE Superstars comic. I believe it is uh, published by Paper Cuts. Yes, Paper Cuts. And all future reprints of the WWE Superstars comic will remove. CM Punk from the storyline and replace the storyline and artwork with, uh, we would assume, uh, someone else. Uh, This Comics Alliance article suggests that maybe they'll replace CM Punk with Dean Ambrose. Uh, And wow, that is just some fucking sour grapes Mm -hmm. from WWE. And also, taking a lot for granted... Re the demand for reprints of the WWE yeah. Superstar comic book, <laughs> yeah. published yeah. by Paper Cuts. Yeah, I don't know how many reprints it's why, looking for. Why is there a giant semen behind Randy Orton? 
Oh, look like a giant semen. That is a giant semen. That certainly is. That, is. is that Bray Wyatt on the wall? I think that might be Daniel Bryan. Maybe it is Daniel Bryan. Yeah, because it looks like it says yes on his face. Oh, yeah, sure does. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking- you know what that doesn't look like? Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Looks that- nothing like Randy Orton. <laughs> Uh, watching Raw last night, Mary accused me of hate watching Raw, <laughs> uh, which is accurate. She accused me of hate watching in between bouts of burying her head in the pillow uh, and wishing that I would switch it to Love It or List It on HGTV. Uh, and she's right. You know, I watch it every week just hoping for for that good thing to happen just hoping for some good shit and every so you get a good episode of raw maybe once every five weeks i think is is a generous figure and i mean like last night he had some good stuff like uh you know daniel bryan came back and did a nice promo he well he did one last week he's gonna be in the royal rumble and his shit's good and uh, they announced that they're going to induct Macho Man into the Hall of Fame, which is cool. But that's about 15 minutes of a three-hour show. <laughs> it's a long time, man. And a lot of it is just really, really hard to watch. And I, I'm just a sucker for the Royal Rumble, so I, I'm in right now. Uh, we should watch the Rumble at the house. Fuck, I got the WWE Network downstairs. We should, we should have a Rumble party. Well, then we're having a rumble party. We could have a collective rumble party at the same time because, you know, that's the world we live in now. It is. It sure is. So. 25th? Yeah. No more CM Punk in the WWE Superstars comic, which uh, I'm sure he's all right with because he's going to be writing his own fucking comic books. He could write himself into a Thor comic book if he really wanted Holy to. Holy shit. He could write himself <laughs> into a Thor comic book. Uh, and he's doing. What what was the other book? He's doing some sort of sports comic book. I read about it doesn't s- say in this article, but he's doing weird sports tales or something. I don't know if it I don't remember All if right. it was for Marvel or DC or or what, but he's he's getting some good comic book work. So I don't think him being retconned from the WWE Superstars book is gonna. I can I just imagine him seeing that story and just laughing, <laughs> just a quiet chuckle <laughs> while he shakes his head. And then final story, Drew Strusen, who we all know from classic movie posters, all of not the- safe for work, fucking Batman, <laughs> goddamn it! All of the great Star Wars posters, fucking uh, Indiana Jones, the 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 Drew Struzan documentary on Netflix is great, and you need to watch it, and and you'll see some poster movie posters he's, in there. He's painted and drawn every poster yeah. you've ever loved. The, he, there are posters in there that you'll be surprised that he took part in. He did the fucking Police Academy posters. He painted the Police Academy posters. Uh, Drew Struzan has been uh, in retirement, but he has come out of retirement to paint the movie poster for Bat Kid Begins, The Wish Heard Around the World. Uh, and you know what? <laughs> SF Bat Kid... <laughs> Good for you, man. But you know what? You know what? I I'm okay with this, just as long as Drew Struzan does the posters for the new Star Wars movies. 
Yeah, if he only does this and not those. That's, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you did Bat Kid Begins. Now give me episode seven, episode eight, episode nine, <laughs> Boba Fett spinoff, Han Solo spinoff, whatever. Give me all them posters. <laughs> Could you imagine a charity bullshit? A Drew Struzan Infinity Gauntlet poster. Shit. Or Infinity War. I apologize. Uh, Comic Geek Kelly in the chat. I don't mean to sound awful, but is that kid going to die anytime soon? <laughs> ah! He's going to outlive us all. He will probably outlive us all, which is good because he had fu- he was deathly sick, you pricks. <laughs> Let's bear in mind that, you know, while it was apparently some grave injustice that he lived, he thought he was going to die. Oh, it's going to be so fucked up when it comes out that the parents faked the whole thing. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oddly bleak, Jose. What the fuck? <laughs> And I'm I, just saying, man, I don't trust some of these parents. Uh, well, um, Jose is speaking from experience because allegedly there was a kid at New York Comic Con that might have been uh, kind of grifting. Yeah, I've seen it. Grifting to get uh, special access to celebrities and photos and autographs and stuff like that. Yeah, the mom kept playing up different stories. Really? Because I, like, I saw this motherfucker, no joke. <laughs> was backstage like everywhere and then finally it caught on and and like we're asking each other like who is this kid nobody knows who the kid is and why he seems to keep getting back here and apparently the mom was was fucking shooting salad to anyone who would listen and it was working so uh, some parents just be trifling, man. Speaking of New York Comic Con, I don't have a headline for this, but announced today, Reed Pop has acquired Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle. Really, it will become a part of their Reed Pop portfolio. They are keep cool. They are keeping on the staff of Emerald City Comic Con. They are going to become Reed Pop employees, and and they will still continue to o- oversee Emerald City Comic Con, but. That is a, a huge deal, that, and it's just adding to their huge portfolio of shows. You know, uh, we got Emerald City now, obviously C2E2, New York Comic Con, Star Wars Celebration. They've got like 19 pack shows now. They've they got, bought Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yeah, they've got all the Oz Comic Con shows. There's going to be a, a Paris Comic Con, China. Um, Holy shit. India. India. Uh, I feel like I'm missing some. They do the Jesus UFC Christ. Fan Expo. How smelly would an Indian uh, Comic Con be? S- special edition, New York, uh, NYC. You know what? I, I was the most apprehensive about an India Comic Con over all of them. <laughs> and maybe that's just my cultural ignorance. But when I think India, I just think th- those fucking... Wide shots of this fucking packed fucking city with dirt roads, with people riding on the tops of trains, and you know, uh, getting your drinking water out of the same latrine that the fucking uh, animals are shitting in. But like I said, maybe I'm just 
a horrible, ignorant person. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's a a huge deal. So maybe if uh, the 11th hour plays their cards right, (laughs) we might end up in Seattle at some point or another. And that would be cool because Jose wants to to see Bruce Lee's grave. Oh, that'd be so rad. I would love to go to that. That'd be fun times. Yeah, Bruce and Brandon Lee buried next to each other. Fucking I will awesome. go to India Comic Con if, no, if they let not me. go to that. <laughs> I will go if they want me to go. I am just the most apprehensive of that one. I would. Li- I, I can honestly say, I would not go if I was paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we don't have that luxury, sir. <laughs> oh. So, did you guys read any comics this week? Did read some comic books. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. Uh, a few books came out this week. Not a whole lot great. Um, Amazing Spider-Man number 12. It's the uh, Spider-Verse Part 4 came out. Still just rock goddamn solid. Uh, they did finally bring in the uh, Japanese... Sentai Spider-Man from the, uh, the the Japanese TV show Spider-Man, as he's called. So, fucking, that's cool. It, uh, the uh, one of my initial stories for the news was that they have two episodes of the Su- Spider-Man show on the Marvel website. They had them all at one point. That's cool. They had them all, and like they were all subtitled, and it was all there, and it's all batshit fucking crazy. It's so crazy, like. Holy shit, it's nuts. And so the inheritors are there. They've killed the, the fucking Captain Universe-powered Spider-Man. Shit's gone nuts. They've, they've kidnapped uh, Mayday's baby brother. Everything's going terrible. The Spider-UK calls Peter, you know, our, our, you know, 616 Peter, and says, you got to come help us. Fucking M-Pops, uh, uh, Anya, Spider-Gwen, and Peter says, okay, cool, we're back. You know, he's like, where the hell have you been? We've been to Japan. Actually, we've been to three different Japans. It's crazy. And so there's the manga Spider-Man, like a cartoon Spider-Man. And he goes, oh, and we fucking hit the jackpot. Because uh, here's this guy, the Spider-Man of Earth, whatever the fuck. And he has a giant robot. <laughs> and this fucking Leopard and robot comes in and starts smashing the shit out of bad guys. <laughs> because that's right. In that show, he had a giant robot for some reason. It's crazy, that it show. When in Rome. The show is called Leopardon. There's, it's like a flying... It looks like a flying leopard that then turns into like a humanoid form that no longer rep- looks like a leopard. And it's not like he's ever given the thing and said, hey, here's why your ship looks like a leopard, homie. He just has it. And they just fucking roll with it because that's how these Sentai shows work. It's like he has a race car <laughs> that flies out of its ass. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. <laughs> it's, it's fucking ridiculous. They quickly destroy the robot, and I thought they killed him, and I was totally upset, but he survived. So he'll be hanging around a little bit. I, I'm so happy about that. So much damn fun. Uh, also, they did the, the big reveal, the big thing. Spoilers if you haven't read it yet. Uh, they get to an Earth where the inheritors cannot follow them because there's a, you know, it's a it's post-apocalyptic world, basically. They can't go. And so... Uh, they go to basically where si- the, the building where Silk was being held. They know it's a fallout shelter. They get there, and lo and behold, they find that world's spider totem, Ben fucking Parker. But, so there he is, old-ass Uncle Ben, the totem of this world. Now, why he was not the last stand Spider-Man in the crazy red suit, 
I fucking called this months ago. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way two dozen Peter Parkers don't watch Uncle Ben die again next month. <laughs> like I would have been so disappointed personally with Dan Slott if he left that delicious meat on that plate. So like, no. You, you get that many peats together, Ben's going to die. It's, it's, it's going to happen. Uh, to that end, Spider-Man 2099, number seven, uh, direct tie-in to that. All these Spider-Verse books are fucking rad, you guys. Like, it's a lot of damn fun. It's, it's perfect. It's one of those things that works better than it really should. has no right to be this good, and yet somehow it is. Um, Wolverines, number one, the first part of the weekly Wolverines book is nigh incomprehensible. Um, and then Mr. Sinister showed up at the end, so fuck it. I'm out. Don't give half a goddamn about that nonsense. Um, Nailbiter number nine came out. Always a good time. Uh, Hulk 10, pretty solid. But I want to wrap up real quick. I want to talk about Ant-Man number one. Because it is the best number one Marvel's had since Hawkeye. I mean, it is fucking excellent. Um, there was a throwaway moment a few months ago, uh, or maybe a couple months ago, I guess is to say, in one of the sixes tie-ins where Doctor Doom is given godlike powers because he's able to channel the abilities of Scarlet Witch when she was a villain and he was a good guy for five minutes. And Dr. Doom decided to undo the worst thing Dr. Doom had ever done. He says, I can't correct all my mistakes with this godlike power. Why not? Don't know. Couldn't do it. But I'm going to correct one mistake. The worst thing I, Dr. Doom, have ever done was kill Cassie Lang at the end of Avengers Children's Crusade. So... He brought Cassie Lane back. Just did. Just did it. <laughs> because, I had to imagine, Nick Spencer wanted to write a book about Scott Lane the dad. <laughs> because that's what this is. This is a book about Scott Lane being a fucking absent, you know, kind of shitty dad that tries is the thing. He tries his damnedest to be a good dad, but he's just not that great at it because he's still fucking Ant-Man. I just realized that his daughter in the Ant-Man movie is probably Cassie Lane. Right, I don't know why it wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be real surprised if it wasn't. <laughs> that would be an odd non-canon departure for no good reason. <laughs> but but that that is the hook of the book. It's, it's Scott Lang as kind of a, a fuck up. He's interviewing for the head of security at Stark, uh, Stark's new company, in the Ant Man suit <laughs> because he didn't have a fucking regular suit, and he's in HR just kind of telling his Ant Man story. And you know, they, he he tells he gives a quick flashback to his origin, like via this really nice, clean expository section that you know isn't isn't it's really well done. Uh, Stark says basically, you know, you're not getting hired. You're fucking Ant Man. You never stick to anything. You know, you're kind of a joke. But he basically kind of begs Stark to let him try out because Stark is a villain now because Sixus, not not a villain, at least just kind of a shithead bad guy. So. He's put up, put in a room with uh, Prodigy uh, of the new uh, X Men. Fucking love that band. Uh, <laughs> the new Beetle and uh, Victor Mancha, the kid that Ultron made in the Runaways. And so, it puts into a series of tests that culminate with uh, Scott breaking into, or sneaking into Tony's apartment while he's about to fuck the new hog of uh, the new uh, Hornet. Uh, what the fuck beetle 
and basically hacking a suit to get the, the code to this you know, mainframe thing. That gets him the job. He fucking steals the suit. Confetti comes down. Tony says, oh, great, man. You got the job because you're willing to do anything it takes. Gives him his apartment, this fucking high-rise New York apartment as you know, part of a signing bonus. Uh, next day, he goes to tell his ex-wife the good news, and she's fucking moving out of town with the kid. Moving out of town with, with his teenage daughter, Cassie, who was a goddamn superhero when she died. Real unclear whether or not that still happened or not, because Doom just brought it back from the dead with very little fanfare. I'm not sure what the hell's going on. We'll probably see more of that at some point. Um, so he decides to not take the job. He's going to go follow the, the wife and kid down to Florida. Um, tells the wife he's visiting. He's not visiting. And so he goes to this toy store and buys a uh, Stark luxury apartment, an Iron Man luxury apartment playset that he can live in. <laughs> Because he shrinks down into it and lives in his daughter's bedroom in this uh, <laughs> fucking toy apartment. <laughs> it's pretty great. He comes home to Malibu Stacy. <laughs> That's basically it's what it looks like. It's, it's a lot of damn fun. It's really cool. Uh, artwork looks great. Uh, I don't know. It's just really, really well done. Like It reminds me of just like how excited you were when Hawkeye was over. Something really fresh. An engine take on a character that's not, you know, that's known but not super known, you know, like no one's gonna look at this and go, "What the fuck? You're shitting on all these classic Hallowed Ant-Man stories, of which there are none." You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's really really good. I'm very anxious to see what comes next. It's a lot and a lot of fun, and and it's a good use of uh, shitty, you know, asshole Tony Stark before they put him back. I'm gonna say probably around the first of May. <laughs> I probably won't be a bad guy in this book anymore come the 1st of May just just guessing hazarding a guess as to when he's going to turn back into a good guy don't know why but I feel like I feel, feel good about that that's, uh, that's all I got we're talking about a couple more books I was able to get um, finally found Afterlife with Archie it's tough to come across so much fucking fun that book good stuff that's, that's all I got, really. Uh, what, what's fucking going on? Bales, anything you want to talk about? Anything cool? Uh, I didn't read shit. I was... I didn't read anything, but today while we were sitting at Sonic, I was uh, trolling... <gasps> oh, I do got something. Sorry. I was trolling through Facebook, and I saw a headline for an article, and I piped up to Jose and I said, ooh, Zoe Deschanel's pregnant. And Jose says, what do you have, some sort of pregnant celebrity alert on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought to myself, that is not a bad idea. <laughs> Just a fucking aggregator of some of the celebrities I think are attractive and the word pregnant. Um, <laughs> me and the lady started season three of Californication. Uh, do that shit, dude. And I'll tell you what, man. Susan Sarandon's daughter. Get Susan Sarandon's boobs. <laughs> Her fucking jugs are so nice, man. We we talked yeah. about this last week, right? That uh, Susan Sarandon's daughter. Uh, what the fuck is her name? It's a weird name. That she's in. Californication. She's naked. We talked about this last week in the podcast, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. It- uh, last night, I get a text from Jose, and it says, get G-I-T to Sarandas, S-U-R-R-A-N-D-A-S, boobs, dot, 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 dot. Get to Sarandas boobs. And I look at this. <laughs> I look at it for a moment, and I go, 
oh, they're watching Californication and they've gotten <laughs> to Susan Sarandon's daughter's boobs. I understand. I get it now. <laughs> I did real-time Jose text translation. <laughs> and um, uh, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Oh, Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner is in season three. She plays um, Sue Collini. Sue Kathleen Turner. Collini. This role is fucking amazing. I I I love Kathleen Turner as this character. As just she she runs an uh, an agency, but she plays an agent who's kind of you know still around, but not as relevant as she was in the heydays of the seventies and eighties where she was just signing, you know, she had like all the big actors signed. She's done drugs with everybody. She's always name dropping of whose dick she sucked and who put it in her butt and who she tooted Coke up her butthole with. It's fucking great. Get on some Californication. (laughs) I know I'm a little behind. I'm a little behind on Californication. Not like, you know, I, I just, Found it and uh, created. I, I think there's no need. Like, awesome. I, I think in this world where we've gone beyond, I'm a little behind on whatever because, you know, this is the age of Netflix. People just kind of find shit when they find it now. Yeah, yeah. And it it's it's great. It's great. That that is a great, great show. And and every time they like season two had Lou Ashby, who was a record producer that he was writing a, a, a book on. And that character was great. And the end of season two fucking got me, man. I'm still thinking about it. it it's not <laughs> read a level, but it's fucking up there. It's pretty good television. Get to Saranda's then, boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I texted back, get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's fucking great. Watch it's that show. Eight. So, um, she she's staying the night. She's passed out because she had a long day. But you know, it was it was a arm. impromptu sleepover tonight, which we weren't planning. So tomorrow we plan on Californicating all over each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking hot damn and gadzooks, man. I'm glad shit's working out. So fucking, I feel like that's. I think that might be the show, you guys. No comics from Goat. Anything? I haven't read shit in a while. <laughs> we are the worst at this. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a, a sweet ass birthday card that was pretty cool. You read? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. I'm reading this. Uh, <laughs> it had names on it. I'm nice. reading this big ass Iron Fist omnibus and thinking of you. <laughs> that's that's such a fun name. Omnibus. I'm the bus. <laughs> Get on the bus. Is that like a like a omoplata? <laughs> I got a pretty mean omoplata these days. Just saying, it's not bad. It's not you bad. need to get yourself an omoplata omnibus. <laughs> Written <laughs> by Didio Diodato. Uh, Wednesday, he was going in for the fucking uh, double takedown. I choked his ass out about four seconds. He goes, "That's not gonna work, is it?" I go, "That's never gonna work." <laughs> he just goes, "All right." Duly noted. <laughs> I'll not do that shit again. Like, okay. Good times. Let's uh, call it, man. We'll do this again next week. Why the hell not? So come back. Hang out with us 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Do not watch some motherfucker stream some shit. <laughs> Instead. You're fucking dead to us, Nick. You're better than that, people. You're better than that. <laughs> uh, Chat.panelsonpages.com. Want to hang out live with us. 
Uh, call us, 616-951-1POP, or you can leave us a voicemail for uh, the same number, son of a bitch. Email us, popcast at panelsonpages.com. And uh, yeah, we'll do this all over again. Uh, good, to, good, it was a solid show. I feel good about it. it makes me feel happy. Just, just rubbing myself thinking about it. It was, it was good to finally, at the end of a long, hard day, to I'll bet, man, to Jesus tell Christ. to yeah. tell our tale. It's, it's a, it's, it's an American Odyssey, which y'all went through today. <laughs> Lord. So fucking for Jason Nyes uh, and Jose Guzman, road weary, road weary travelers, the, the both of them. And uh, the birthday boy, uh, Goat himself. Fucking uh, love you, Goat. Lee Rodriguez. Uh, happy birthday, Goat. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, love you, kids. Good night and goodbye. Song. And 11's a lucky number, so I had to bring along some Mixtape style from a Neo Morricone That's American for bad pronunciation I'm a nation up and on to myself And I'm puffing on the L, Ryan, I hubbard the elf Doctor Bull for your health Get you some cryptocurrency and start building your wealth Had some run-ins with anti's gunning Trying to jack my paper for some texts I sent I had that wavecom chipset paying my rent Cause I was SMS spamming the block for events But that's past tense Had to stop with that outbound The spammers in the game knew the day to get out now Spamming a little crazy amount now Now SMS got them launching on countdown S P A M Send it every day, get paid Super saying on the Snapchat and bot traffic and change the business in 90s. Scripts are just smarter and it's harder to find these. Sockets correctly, can't do it directly. The proxy requirements are set respectfully. So newbies in the game gotta bury the entry. Ain't no one coming straight out of WoW pushing a Bentley. But I'm a teacher, a tactic, spread solution. The students of the game know the fame's elusive. I'm banging crypto and I'm spitting acoustic. Cause this game has got a case of the loose lip. Read between the Lines draw conclusions, lifting the shroud off these false illusions. This computer is a weapon of mine, and I can run the globe in polynomial time. S P A M, send it every day, get paid, and then S P A M, load another campaign and do it again. Cause we mastered the art of the gas card. The art of-
part of the Garcinia died the art of cloaking All the constant contact when your upstream's broken And when that fat lady's smoking You gotta hit him with that tracking token And every target I'm offering the pages your own Circle jerking like a web ring on GeoCities home Like Python, turn my print into function Turn it into songs that these nerds still bumping Got the soundtrack to inspire the gumption A lost generation of 20 somethings Messiah, I'm mailing the Earl of EPC Alpha Omicron lambed up fraternity Shouts to all the people that burn me All the bullshit in your world don't concern me Lee Ermy Wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.